Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Liftoff with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Andrew Bryant. How are you doing, Andrew? And where are you hanging out right now? Well, I'm coming to you from Sintra in Portugal. That's, uh, if you've ever seen a poster of Portugal, you've seen the colorful palace on the top of a hill, the Pena Palace. I can mm. see that from the end of my street. Well, you have my jealousy already, so thank you for that. <laughs> but I almost said uh, we are on the same planet, but no, we're on the same. We're in, we're in Europe, so that's in the same time zone at the moment. So <laughs> I appreciate almost. that. Almost. Oh, almost. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> So Andrew Bryan speaks and writes on being human and driving accelerated results through self-leadership. His latest work, The New Leadership Playbook, is changing the leadership conversation in this new era. And I think your mission to coach executive leadership teams to function, collaborate, and scale, I think is just remarkable. Again, very thankful I can talk to you today, Andrew. My pleasure. Wonderful. Let's dive right in. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? So my ideal clients are C-level leaders or those aspiring to be C-level leaders. And the challenge is slightly different on the inside of the room and the outside of the room. Um, on the inside of the room, people who are already C-level leaders, their, their, their biggest challenge is really gaining perspective. They should be strategic and they should um, see the big picture, but they are constantly being drawn into tactical and, tra and trans, tr sort of trans, uh, transactional um, minute, um, mm -hmm. those wanting to get into the C-suite, their biggest struggle is recognizing that it is not their competency that is going to get them there, but mm -hmm. their executive presence and their influence capital, and that they have to operate as if they belong inside the room. I just want to connect briefly the dots. Be uh, you know you 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 all stand in for being uh, being human. So how does this relate to uh, the challenges of these two? Um... So both all senior leaders have to deliver results. If they don't mm -hmm. deliver results, their tenure is limited. But the temptation to deliver the results at the expense of your people by driving uh, hard objectives is very high. The reality is we're not sustainable unless we develop and grow our people. Leaders fail if they don't build a bench, uh, you know, a second tier, a third tier. And to do that, we need to be human. We we'll yeah. live in this digital AI-driven world. It is essential to understand the humanity. Yeah. And all humans are slightly different. And just because you were successful a particular way, that doesn't mean the people that you're leading will do it the same way. And so this embracing of the diversity of humanity uh, is the paradox for leaders. They want to create systems that drive results, but they're dealing with this variable, which is human beings. 
Yeah, speaking of which, so uh, the last time I checked, we're all humans, right? So what are common mistakes your clients make when trying to solve these issues? Well, it is the the the, the mistake is trying to not be human, to be a leader, mm. to be, you know, to, there's this illusion that you're perfect or that you're better and that you've stepped up. And, and in reality, um, we're all work in progress. Um, and so the biggest mistake they make is perfectionism. Right? driving to be perfect or pretending to be more. And yet the leadership equation, people miss out that it's about followership. The mm -hmm. traits of the leader is what everybody posts on LinkedIn. Leaders are like this, but leadership only occurs when the follower changes their behavioral mindset towards an objective. And so by being perfect, you're missing out on the conversations that you need to have and the vulnerability and say, look, I don't know the answer, but let's work it out together. Mm. That builds more trust and therefore more followership and therefore mm. enables you to reach your objectives faster. It all comes down back to kind of like the human level of, uh, of it. No. So it really underlines it. So <laughs> wonderful. No. So before I ask Andrew, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So, Andrew, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with these challenges? Well, the, the key, as I said, is to think strategically, and yet we get pulled into transactional firefighting work. And so any great leader will tell you that they have scheduled time for reflection, potentially journaling. Whether you have to put in a a fake client in your calendar or a fake project X or Mr. Black, but that, that needs to be scheduled that you have time away from your devices with a pen and paper or a pad that doesn't have any other apps on it and reflect. What, what is the narrative? What am I driving for? What is the, what is the best thing I can do with my time this day, this week? Mm. That self-coaching is, uh, as I've worked over 25 years with top executives, that's what separates the okay from the fantastic. Well, I love that distinction. So there's, you know, I'm, I was just thinking in terms of like, because um, I call these times on my calendar, just block. <laughs> so just block <laughs> them out. I don't use a fake name. I don't call them black. I could hide them behind black. And maybe if someone <laughs> sees that, oh, what's going on there? Is there something... <laughs> But I love well, the, 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 yeah. I mean, the reason I do this is people sure. have open calendars these days. You know, people, you know, people have PAs and executive assistants, right. or they, they have a collaborative calendar. And just by you know recognizing that this is a project, right? Mm. Um, and, and whether that's projects your own your own health. I mean, I was coaching an executive yesterday, and he was complaining that you know he got on a, a routine, but now he had some the challenge of extensive travel. And I said, mm -hmm. "Well, hang on, you're a corporate athlete. You need to do the planning. It's it's your travel. Travel's not surprising. Doing meetings, long days are not surprising. You need to schedule the training in for that, just as if you were training for a marathon." And he goes, "Oh." Got it. So um, he's uh, he's putting in those rest times to make sure he's in the best uh, mind, body, spiritual state to do the meetings that he requires. We are corporate athletes. I love the term. Wonderful. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> so I want to give you also the platform to share where people can find you, but also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help with uh, these challenges, but also in a broader sense. 
Well, uh, people will need different things. So let me send everybody mm -hmm. to my website, which is selfleadership.com. And mm -hmm. on that homepage, you can learn more about self-leadership. There's tons of free resources on there. It'll send you off to my YouTube channel if that's what you want. If you're interested in leadership, the new leadership playbook has a free chapter and you will be able to see that on the homepage, follow the link to the new leadership playbook. And on that page there, you can download a free chapter, read that and have a lick of the ice cream, as we would say, try it, see if you like my style and what I'm talking about. And then if you want to buy it, then it's on all um, online bookstores. Well, you'll be able to download it or get it shipped to you from there. Wonderful. I already saw it and I like the taste of it. So I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so Andrew, what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? Well, I think you know, the, the key for me is you know, the, the underlying methodology. And, and that is self-leadership. And so maybe you want to ask me why self-leadership is important. Mm -hmm. So you care to share? <laughs> we have time. <laughs> so you're asking me the question, why self-leadership is important. Well, self-leadership is important because we can't lead others unless we first lead ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I was talking about the stepping back and journaling and the self-awareness. Self-awareness is one of the pillars of self-leadership, self-regulation, you know, preparing yourself for travel, um, being a corporate athlete would be another pillar. Self-learning would be a third pillar, which this program is an example of. Mm -hmm. Self-leadership is so important today. I've been writing about it for nearly 25 years. But in an age of AI, when humanity is under question, what does it mean to be a human being? Having that self-awareness, understanding how much free will do we actually have considering we don't choose the place and time of our birth, we don't choose our parents, we don't choose our early education, but we can step into agency. We, we can be the driver of our own lives if we take that ownership and responsibility to lead ourselves. And those are the kind of leaders that people like to follow. That's why self-leadership is at the core of everything. We shouldn't be teaching leadership unless people have first signed up to self-leadership. Right, absolutely resonates with me and I'm already getting into goosebumps territory, so don't spoil it for me yet. <laughs> Because that is my final question for you today. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? So the biggest goosebumps that I have in recent memory was in the midst of the pandemic, I was separated from my teenage daughter, Tasha. We were in different cities. We couldn't, couldn't connect because of the travel of and COVID restrictions. And so I reached out to play online Minecraft with her because anybody that's got a teenage daughter knows asking her how was school today is not going to get a great response. So we, I entered into her world, the imaginary world of Minecraft, and we would play. And she was clearly a thousand times better at it than me. So I said to her, You know, if you know about Minecraft, you, you need to put on armor. And her armor was better than mine. And I said, so, honey, could you, know, could, you, could you help me enchant this armor? And she said, I could, but then you wouldn't learn anything. And I got goosebumps because my teenage wow. daughter had understood self-leadership. She'd understood mm -hmm. what daddy had been talking about. She'd sat at the back of the room while I'd been speaking. And there was a teenager telling me about ownership and responsibility. That gave me goosebumps. Wow, double goosebumps moment for me today. <laughs> Amazing goosebumps. Thank you for sharing this beautiful moment uh, with your daughter. And also thank you, Andrew, for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you. I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Very much my pleasure too, Uwe. Thank you.
Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results for you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.